consider the significance of a human family, M. Robot is part of it and is accepted into it, and the social structure, M, that makes that possible. And everyone is buying initial D, Robot Detective K, Nakamori Akin, and What's he talking about? He wrote a whole book on the deep mysteries of Eva. Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. He wrote a whole book on the deep mysteries of Eva. He's Andy. I'm in the middle of my thesis on why Neon Genesis Evangelion is the true Bible, and the Bible is just based off of Evangelion. Moving on. <laughs> uh, he's even better than CPR. He's fat. <laughs> I have been told once upon a, once or twice that I breathe new life into things. You came for me, huh? I'm Bill. I got what? nothing there. What? <laughs> I got nothing there. Got I did, I, 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 <laughs> Air came out. <laughs> on a side note, I got CPR trained on Friday, so there we go. That, that's apt. That's an apt introduction. So you could do it next time I die. So <laughs> I can do it next break. time you die. I'm set to go. I'm set to go. <laughs> Step one, shout at you and say, ask if you're okay. I can do that. <laughs> CPR defined. I think you can skip that part when I go... And then I'm supposed to scream, help! Anyway, we're not going to go through the whole CPR. We're not here to talk about CPR and Bill dying. We're here to talk about the anime Fooly Cooly. It's funny because I was dead. <laughs> titled Firestarter. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are we doing today? Alive and well? Not high. Unfortunately, my stomach is starting to tell me, you're going to need to uh, lose some weight soon. <laughs> my pants tell me that all the time. Hey, we're going to talk about, I almost said Evangelion, that's not right, Fooly Cooly. I mean, probably a little bit. Fooly Cooly. It's Matt's week. Yeah. He's going to talk about episode two, Firestarter. Firestarter, I'm just going to start off by saying that I prefer Firestarter when it's, when you run the words together. Firestarter. Instead of two words? Yeah. Okay. Brewster? Like the original Brewster. movie from the 80s starring Drew Barrymore as the little Firestarter. Okay. Brewster. I don't think I've ever seen the Drew Barrymore <laughs> film Firestarter. Brewster. Brewster. Motherfucker. <laughs> Remember when Dakota Fanning was the new Drew Barrymore? Yes, I do. Great. Moving on. <laughs> Shall we begin? There's a new Firestarter. I haven't watched it yet. There is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's begin. Let's. I don't know let's what this intro get, is, so let's get this, into let's the do this insanity. Okay, our uh, this this episode begins with Mamimi telling us about how she saw a god with black wings that helped a kitty. <laughs> sure. Okay. Question. Answer. This is really pertinent for this episode, and it's a really serious question. Okay. Episode one. Yes. He pulled a robot out of his head. He didn't pull it. It. it... Well, it kind of pried its way out. Yes. It, it ejaculated from his head. And it fought another robot arm or something that also came from him, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. 
Mamimi was there during this, correct? Correct. So Mamimi knows that Naoto, right? No. Yeah. Pulled a robot from his head and the robot is living with him, correct? Correct. Yes. So why is she all like, this robot is my god? Well, I don't think she said my god. A god. I suspect we have to deal with the uh, the context of what god means in Jap- like Shinto versus... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, it's not god, capital G, I'm your god now, kind of th- like god. It's more like, oh, a spirit. Okay. Okay. Okay, <laughs> that helps a little bit. Like, I don't uh, think it helps all the way, but it helps a little bit. Yeah, well, then this particular case, she's like, she's kind of delusional, thinking it's from the game. Yeah, she's also she's stupid. Playing. So that's yeah. But why? She wasn't stupid why last she... episode. She's kind wasn't of she? She didn't do her homework. Okay, well, that's that's a different and kind of stupid. She she thinks yeah. he's his brother and won't stop calling him his brother's name. That's just loneliness and stupid. Uh, purple hair chick calls her stupid earlier like later in the, like yeah. early in the episode we haven't spent enough time with her yet Mamimi's the only character before this episode that I gave any shit about and then uh-huh. they just completely dumbed her down to be a arsonist for some reason in this episode for no discernible reason I don't know if she was an arsonist we'll get to it <laughs> okay <laughs> there's at least three people that could have done that arson that we know of so, I don't know. Maybe she's just easy, somewhat easily influenced by certain things. Maybe. Maybe we'll figure it out as we go along. How about a sort of funny scene where she's waiting outside of Nauta's school for some reason. Because she felt like it. <laughs> Playing around. Because she felt like it. Because she's a stalker or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and we meet uh, Nauta's friends. Their names are Eri, Gaku, and Masashi. Masahi. And... Does that kid have a beard or what? <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, I was going to say that too. Like, he's supposed to be, what, 12? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. His friend's got a 5 o'clock shadow. Yep. <laughs> or at least one of those weird circular beards you just shave around. Eri flat out says that she thinks Mamimi is dumb. Why all this Mamimi hate? I just, I don't like it. I don't like the slander of this character who's the only good character in this anime so far. I don't know if <laughs> I want to call her the only good character. I'd call her the only good character. <laughs> These she's are like called 12. opinions. <laughs> she, she's five years older than him, and she's trying to, like, make him a sex replacement for his brother. <sighs> right. Who is also maybe a god in her mind. And she smokes cigarettes. <laughs> that just makes her a little gross, not, like, bad. If she smokes, she pokes. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from a couple of... Uh, Funny little animation bits with her. Not much else happened than that little scene there. No, not really. They do say that she was there. They think maybe she was beat up or something. Like, or the girls were picking on her. There is this, like, sense of bullying going on in this episode Uh throughout against her. I don't know. And then that made me slightly uncomfortable because I'm like, is she being bullied? And then she's taking out her bullying by, like, setting places on fire? Like... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I was trying to, like, get some yeah. re- read of, like, what was happening plot-wise in this episode, and I know that was problem number one. Never try to figure out the plot of this anime, <laughs> apparently. Mm-hmm. This one, at least, is basically left up to interpretation. Yeah, not the first time around. Yeah. But we get to see some uh, x-rays of Nauta's skull, which is empty. He's lost his mind, Haruko says. Who's She's still a nurse, by the way. 
Yeah, she hasn't given, she hasn't given the outfit back yet. <laughs> does he, he, does he, he calls that out. He's like, shouldn't you give them their clothes back? People think you're an actual nurse. Somehow. I'm I'm a little put off by the big hairy horns sticking out the back of Nauta's head. <laughs> yeah. Is this going to keep happening where he's just going to constantly be quote-unquote horny and then like... For, like following this pu- puberty thing, yeah, probably. I think that's kind of the point. Okay, I think I think that's the so far. I think that's the metaphor. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, <laughs> this one's coming out sideways. <laughs> oh shit! Oh yeah, right. We cover your eyes if you're uh, suffer from photosensitivity or possible epilepsy, because Haruko strips amidst flashing lights. Yeah, she changes clothes. And a drum beat. Also, we got to point out that, like, the robot took these x-rays. She says her true identity is as a space trip patrol officer, first class. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is true that she's saying. I think she probably is an alien from... I don't know. Nothing, nothing about her says that she's an alien. Everything just says that she escaped from some sort of mental institution. <laughs> and awesome. is driving a Stola Vespa and a guitar and is just... Driving around causing mayhem. A mental institution based out of Area 51. You know what? I like that compromise. Let's go with that compromise. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's poking her, poking Nato over with his, her guitar when he says it's a, she's got a stupid stage name or whatever. Yeah. He says, this isn't Star Search. <laughs> so I went over to get dinner with the guys and I was like, can I watch this anime um, that you have no idea what's going on? Don't worry. I don't think it'll matter from watching episode one. And one of the comments were, how old is this anime? Because they just referenced star search. (laughs) And I'm like, I think early two thousands, honestly. Yeah. About the same. I I think. Yeah. It's not that it's not star search old. No, it's just whoever wrote the uh, English dialogue was like, let's just show about talent talent show people whoever wrote the dialogue things, right? was star search old yeah who, whoever yeah. wrote it forgot that like american idol is a thing but anyway was it at the time uh, when did when did american idol start i feel like it was the 2000s early 2000s also this is japan so there's like idol shows all the time way to be nationalistic true yeah, 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 it's yeah, true yeah. 2002 american, so 2002 yep so two years after this so still i'm pretty sure there were other shows like that before then gotta be it's fine we'll go with star search i will go with Star. i have no i have nothing against it yes in fact i'm gonna take just a moment here to look lovingly at a picture of ed mcmahon i was gonna ask if it was ed mcmahon i couldn't remember i thought it was ed mcmahon rest in peace Uh, we miss you america's (laughs) grandfather america's grandfather one of many anyway ed mcmahon and santa claus america's grandfathers Wolfer Brimley. Hey, Wolfer Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting around the mustache talking about diabetes is way... Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question real quick? Yeah, please. I mean, that's what we're here for. <laughs> Where does truth end and lies begin? In Congress. <laughs> At the COFA? Well, the COFA well said. <laughs> True. That's, that's <laughs> the question that now is pondering. Because this is a true story that sounds like a lie. Yeah, I'm lost already. How about you? I'll be honest. I watched this whole episode with a blank expression on my face 
glancing over to the side from time to time, apologizing. So that's how my experience <laughs> went. Yes. And then I would look to the camera and say, I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> my view partner just pretty much went. <laughs> no, I take that back. Forty minutes. We watched both of them. I, yeah. We went back and watched the first episode. For the audio listeners, Bill made a perplexed face with arms <laughs> astride. <laughs> it was very nice. It's daytime now. Dad is using the robot to load a car, and then every passerby yeah. gets zapped into the Phantom Zone. <laughs> Wait, did they? Or they? Just, oh, I think they just. Nah, uh, <laughs> just I know it's stylistic. Yeah, yeah, they just popped out because they weren't important anymore, sort of thing. Anyway, <laughs> as anyway, if we didn't get enough of it earlier, Dad's talking about Ava stuff, but also not. I didn't catch this. I I must have been zoned out. Well, yeah, he uh, definitely has something going on about something, among other things. Uh, he also lets us know that everybody's buying Initial D, racing manga. In oh anime. yeah, yep. I know Initial D. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Bill. I'm well past initial D at this point. Uh, yeah. And also, Robo Robot Detective K. Are you Are you double D? I'm stop it. <laughs> hey, Matt, what was that last one uh, reference reference to? Robot Detective K. What's Robot Detective K? It's a Tokusatsu superhero show from the 70s, created by Shotaro Ishio Shinomori. Oh. He mentions that people are also buying. Akina Nakamori's Shoujo Eye. Akina Nakamori is a pop singer from the early 80s, and Shoujo A, pardon me, is from her 1982 album Variation. So just dro- name-dropping a lot of things for the audience to that be were, like, I know those things. They were apparently popular at the time. Okay. Holy crap, why aren't we watching Robot Detective K? Does it look cool? Because it's not anime. He just uh, killed a bunch of dudes with a gun from his tit. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Sure, it's the right robot, Detective <laughs> K. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. No. I'm not sure. Well, where is it? Here, hold on. Oh, has he got, like, the crazy mask? Oh, my God. That design is fucking bonkers. Dude, he, his, like, fucking red suit and yellow hat and white pants is a fucking look. Maybe I'm looking at a bad guy. I'm All looking right, at, like... Okay, I'm going to watch this. Why are we not watching this? <laughs> I yeah. okay. dude, dude's like, you're a robot for sure. Bill. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Bill. Yes, yes, yeah. Let's do it as a bonus episode sometime soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For one, I didn't know that someone had actually put it up on YouTube and subtitled it and everything. <laughs> I'm writing it down so I don't forget. Hey, there you go. Hey, a good thing that's come out of doing this hey, show. Hey, <laughs> something good from Fooly Cooly. One hopes. Now it's Harko comments on the string of recent fires. Fire. 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 So we finally get a little bit of plot. Fire. Yes. Fire. Dad names the robot TV Boy. After saying some crap that I've forgotten about. <laughs> it's fine. Robot gets lots of names. Then it's Mamimi, Mamimi under a bridge in the rain, yes. playing around with a hyperactive kitty. That cat is so cute. That cat is cute. A kitty named Takun. Yeah, she is not clever, is she? Somehow she lost her shoes. I love Takun, and your nickname is Takun, and this cat's name is Takun. She's not that dumb. She's just sentimental. Yeah. A little defective. <laughs> Tell you one thing, though, she's better off hanging around with that cat than the 12-year-old boy. I always prefer cats to children. 
Like my own, I guess, is okay, but <laughs> that. <laughs> my kid, every cat, every other kid. <laughs> so she lost her shoes. She lost her shoes. You know, you're. And they floated away. She didn't realize that when you dip your toes in the water, you're supposed to take your shoes off. Typically, yes. Did she, was she wearing socks? Did the socks go too? I don't think she's wearing socks with sandals. You guys get mad about people wearing shoes without socks like I do. I don't get mad about it because it's not my feet. I don't have to look at or touch their feet. So, But generally speaking, I don't enjoy wearing shoes without socks. But I'm a socks person. What about socks with Crocs? <laughs> no one I know knocks socks with Crocs. Bill, I, I'm, <laughs> Bill, I'm glad you raised your foot and lowered your camera after your comment at the beginning of this podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, anyway, let's get some I mean, more plot going here, I, I guess. Okay. This is where we learn about the game Mamimi likes called Lord Conti. Which is apparently a handheld, like one of those old handheld, like solo, like one game in a handheld thing. Yeah, kind of like a Tiger Electronics thing. Yeah, yeah except this yeah. one you just burn a city up, which is a fucked <laughs> yep. up, which is a fucked up <laughs> premise. I I, th- I think it's supposed to be like a cleansing fire. Doesn't make it any less fucked From up. Very Lord biblical. Lord Conti, the god of the dark flame. Lord Lord Conti, the d- god of dark flames, or Contied, she says later, and which will summon the Sanderson sisters. Ooh, did you watch that? I we did. Of course it's... we did. Of course we okay. did. Okay, here's my here's my only <laughs> here's my only sidetrack about about Hocus Pocus two that I want to say because I need to get it out there. Oh. So, you know how in, in both of those movies, they can only, like, live for, like, one Halloween or whatever? Yeah. So, like, do you watch, did you watch to the, the, through the credits? No, I didn't. There's, a, there's like, a, a scene, quote-unquote. Like, they're, they're, they're singing a song, and they're in, like, a studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did see that. My headcanon is they literally wasted an hour of their one night to go rent out a studio. Well, considering... All the thinking they did in both movies, that doesn't shock me at all. I mean, that's fair. That's exactly the kind of thing they would do. I enjoyed it. It was not a good movie, but No, I it was not it. good, but ah. it, was, it had a couple of really good jokes in it. Yes. Uh, my favorite being the spread out. My favorite was... My fa- <laughs> that's pretty good. My favorite was the kid who, during the uh, the, the reveal uh, of, the, of the candle, he got up and screamed like, Oh my god, we're all gonna... He just runs off, and I like, was, fucking lost it. That was pretty good, too. I fucking lost it. <laughs> that was pretty fun. I was like, that's my new favorite character. I kept saying like, every five minutes, that's my new favorite character. That ended up being my favorite character. That <laughs> Did Doug Jones come back for the zombie role? Yeah. Cool. Yep. Anywho, I'm sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean to derail you there. Now I ain't gonna Wait, play your game. Sorry, one more, der- one more derailment. One more small der- derailment. <laughs> okay. All right. Did you watch it, Matt? Am I going to spoil it? Do you care nope, if I spoil nope, it? Nope, haven't watched. Don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's not a plot heavy So, well, this one is. This one is a plot thing. At the end, when the sisters go poof. Yes. And then they, they undo the spell to reunite them, to send her to them. Yes. And she's like, oh, I'm so happy I go to my sisters. I'm like, she's going to hell. <laughs> she's, they're, they're in hell and she's going there. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's, like, relieved she gets to be with her sisters. I'm like, in hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That's it. That's... Okay. I, I just... I wanted to point that out. <laughs> I'm like, nobody else seeing this, right? <laughs> I wanted one character to be like, she knows she's going to hell, right? 
like 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 in Hot D when the one guy leans over and he's like, you know, she's wearing a green dress, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, you just want to say Hot D. I I just love saying Hot D. I think it's the I think it's the greatest like use of initials for a show in the entire world. <laughs> it's pretty darn good. Okay, I'll be good now. You know, I really like the. Uh, dynamic animation they have with the Haruko on the Vespa right here. Yeah, they don't script on their animation in this show. Yeah, right? I mean, as frantic and nuts as it is, I mean, I guess they script on it when they do just all manga. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but they do some pretty impressive, if strange, animation. Yeah, so talk about uh, something a little later. The cigarette? But, no, not that. That was her cool. Lighting, her lighting the cigarette and smoking it looked really good. Mm-hmm. I like this bit where uh, Haruko gets her her scarf wrapped around her head and she can't see, so she falls off the uh, Vespa. <laughs> I like that, but, too. But mm. we keep the camera as if it's right in front of her, so she falls off, and then we see her running back to catch up with it. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Uh-huh. I enjoyed that. I thought that was a good bit. That was fun. And then she crashes into the Medical Mechanica building. Literally into it. Yep. I'm guessing so, on purpose. Yeah, as we'll learn in a few minutes, apparently there are no doors. <laughs> the only way to get in is to crash into it. Which makes you wonder how the guards got in there. Secret elevator. Simpsons movie style. <laughs> yes. You guys like leering security guards? No, I don't. I hated this. Yeah, that that was pretty... <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. That... He does uh, close in on something, though. Apparently her Vespa's made out of parts he's never seen before. Yes. Yeah, more on that in a minute. <laughs> what does that mean? So we got one guard who's leering, and the other guard says, Hey, this girl hasn't got any brains. And then the important part of the whole scene, Harko takes a Gundam out of a box and uses it to fix her Vespa? Did I see that right? I missed this. Yeah, no, she absolutely takes a Gundam action figure, probably, out and then jams it into her back wheel. Okay. Like the strut yeah. on the back wheel of the Vespa. I must have been turning to <laughs> this, the side and apologizing this, during this that is, scene. Yeah, this is one of those points where you were doing that. <laughs> yeah. I guess that makes sense. A, a lot of lot of homage to the mecha anime that came before, and apparently also the weird togasatsu stuff, too, that's also robotic. Yes, yes, it's fair enough. Makes me wonder if someone else working on it besides Gainax worked on one of those shows or something. Possible. Possible. Probably unlikely. Or they're just making a lot of references to the fact it's got robots in it. Yeah. Nauta shows up, and what happened there? I don't think much. I think something about him being a guard, her guardian? Yeah, yeah. He shows up to help her because, like, the guy's looking up her skirt. Yes. And he bashes him in the head with a book, I think? Yes. Oh, yeah, he did do that. And then he's like, she says that, like, he's his guardian, and it's weird because she's 19 and he's 12. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's like, right. Yeah, I'm, her, I'm her guardian. <laughs> I did catch that part. And I'm sure you caught this part where she says she'll reward Naoto with something better than CPR for coming together. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's ice cream. It's like CPR, but it's only a two-letter acronym. CPR and the D. <sighs> that sounds like a pretty good cop show. <laughs> 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 you said you said cop show, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> also true. Love it. Then again, so does 
copulations, the romantic cop show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Reality series. Or so the dating a, show, Coprophilia. With this. Oh, stop it. No. <laughs> that show was shit. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is that a spinoff from Chips? <laughs> Absolutely. Chips? <laughs> oh, what happens after this uh, scene where she gets perved on? I think it just cuts away to Mamimi again, doesn't it? Yeah. She's yeah. out by the bridge again, playing around. Yeah, playing and with the And she sees a TV boy who's got a black wings and a little halo attached to a wire. And he goes like a full, like, kind of suffer off for some reason. <laughs> got like little black wings. Yep. Okay. He's an angel. He dresses as an angel, like walking up a hill. For some fucking reason. Yeah. Yeah. Real did he get, did he get the halo from uh from the dad? I think so. Or at least he had it on with the was... Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He like, I don't know that scene. That's weird. I don't remember I don't remember a thing about it before this uh point, if so. Perhaps he was trying to get better reception. <laughs> you know? TV boy, yeah. Honestly, okay. yes. Okay. I bet you one hundred percent that's just there for reception. All right, I'll get. I'm there for it. I like it. And she just me, me, thinks like, "Oh, it's an angel." Yeah, yeah. Some somehow brilliant. And she and she follows him to uh, some burned out ruins that he climbs to the top of, and then he scares all the birds. <laughs> scares all the birds, and he starts trying to ascend to heaven, or not. I mean, not really trying. He's he's succeeding. That scene was cool. I liked that visually. I it thought was. that was yes. that was really neat. Yes. There's a lot of thematic and visual neatness in this whole anime so mm-hmm. far. It never coalesces into anything so far, but I mean, yeah, it's still cool. Yeah. Right. You know that scene in The Good Place where Chidi loses his mind and he's like, you put the M&Ms in the chili and you stir it all up. And you put the marshmallow peeps in the chili and you stir it all up. It's kind of like that. It's all these things I actually like. Just <laughs> Right. <laughs> put them together like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it. Ah, Nata's hitching a ride on Haruko, who's driving... Does not inspire too much confidence. No. Ooh, she beaves him right in the face, too. (laughs) She's totally, though, just fucking with him, driving around like a roller coaster or something. Yeah, she pops a wheelie and just jams her crotch right in his face at one point. Uh Uh-huh. That does happen. Strange that there's weird dialogue in this show, right? Yeah. What What was it this time? I've forgotten most of it. It was about a headwind. I mean, they talk about how uh, they he doesn't go to the beach in October because it's too cold. Probably smart. That seems to track. Yeah. Beaches aren't as fun when it's cold. I've never been to a beach or Japan, but... Um, or rode a Vespa. Indeed. Same. So but I'm guessing... So but... what you're saying is this: the reason you chose this anime is it's escapism for you. Yes. Okay. Ah, okay. Everybody needs that now and then. I I have a note here that's I've wrote down. A strong headwind is no good to a brainless man. That tracks. That all, yeah, sure. You know what's also no good to a brainless man? What's that? A break card. <gasps> Thank you so much for spending your day with us here. This is Tuning Japanese. I'm Andy, and you've made it to the break card where we are going to just go over a couple of very quick things and get us back into our review of Fooly Cooly. 
We still haven't decided if we're going to go past the six episodes for this season. Maybe a short season. But I'm thinking right now with my schedule the way it is, releases for this particular season may not be exactly every single week. We may end up doing every other week when I can't quite get everything together or organized. But we are for sure going to go through at least the six episodes and possibly some more of Fooly Cooly. And we're really, really excited to give you those episodes as we go forward. It's a weird show. I'm starting to maybe get it a little bit, but I don't know. I still have my problems with it, but that's fine. That's fine. It can't all be for me. But you know what is for me? Our bonus episodes of tuning in at patreon.com slash tuning Japanese. I love our bonus episodes. We've got another one coming up here pretty shortly. It's a Gundam show that's based around some toys or models that Bill had bought. And I'm very excited to share that episode with you. I think it's Battle Log Breakers. I can't remember the exact name. If you're a Gundam fan, you're probably screaming at me right now. But we had a lot of fun recording that. That's coming out soon. Bill and I got really into Robot Detective K. So much so that after we watched part of the first episode on YouTube, I got on Etsy and ordered a print of Robot Detective K that someone did that was fantastic. Um, I will try to remember to put a link to that in the episode's show notes so you can go find that for yourself. But uh, anyway, what was I talking about? Our Patreon. Again, patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. Our bonus series, Tuning In. We may do an episode where we talk about the first episode of Robot Detective K. We just released some pre-episode discussion for this particular episode as a bonus episode on our Patreon. There's physical rewards, all kinds of stuff. We'd appreciate if you could support us in any way. Support us also by telling your friends or leaving a five-star rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I know that most people that listen to a podcast don't do that, but if you would, it would mean the world to us. I feel like I'm rambling. Let's get back into our review of Fooly Cooly, which I'm sure will be no less rambling. We're back from the break card. How was your time on the toilet? I'll let you know when I'm finished. How many of our fans do you think actually poop while listening to us? I hope all of them. <laughs> Right? <laughs> For a well-balanced diet and complete bowel health. Yes. Poop while listening to Tuning Japanese. <laughs> It'll get you, get everything moving. Anyway, I don't know. Tuning Japanese, the show's so good, it'll knock the shit out of you. <laughs> Tuning Japanese, we don't cause constipation. <laughs> Tuning Japanese, run, don't walk to our program. <laughs> runs <laughs> runs okay all right well anyway back from the break card it's nighttime and we get a hideous art style change it was i don't want to say hideous i think I more jarring oh you don't want to say hideous huh i don't want to say hideous i would okay, say jarring i'll i'll say it twice then okay hideous hideous i don't know if i'd say change because it 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 tends to be very fluid uh-huh. I mean, it's not like it went to claymation or anything. It, it It's within the bounds of the stuff the show does. Fair enough. But everybody looks like their faces are melting. No, absolutely. I... It's reminding me, this whole scene, of like some Ralph Bakshi stuff. Or weird animated things from the early 80s, like Rock and Rule, or things like that. Yeah, it's got a specific style to it that I just, I can't put my finger on. I don't know. It's... It's a little out there. I, I, I don't understand the reason behind shifting art, the art style here. Yeah. I mean, it's a little more frenetic. 
this is where the episode starts to get more chaotic, I suppose. Uh huh. Yeah, it do. We start to slide into a little bit of plot finally. I would like to know who was responsible for the uh, for this portion, though, because it kind of reminds me of like the things like the movie Mind Game, just out there and weird and very off model. Yeah, I have no answer for this one, honestly, but it is it is a little jarring. I agree with you. All right. Well, if there's no answer to that one, how about an answer to this one? Does 7-Eleven really carry Hustler? I would imagine that, like, you could get porn magazines from certain establishments like that, potentially. Well, establishments like that. I don't know that 7-Eleven has magazines, period. Yeah. They, I think they at least used to. I feel like really? they. I feel like they used to. Like yeah. I feel like I have a weird, vague memory of like, yes, gas stations, the or, best kind of or grocery oh, stores, or gas something stations having. for sure. I'm just having Seven Eleven specifically. I don't yeah. remember having magazines. I'm sure like the Come and Go has them, which <laughs> I suppose tracks <laughs> in Japan. Yep, maybe. It does <laughs> the Come and Go. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a magazine, spend 10 minutes in the bathroom, put the magazine back. <laughs> but make sure you get the Hustler with the Anna Nicole Smith centerfold. I just realized that's why those magazines are always packaged in plastic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I don't want folks taking a magazine and knock, knocking one off in the bathroom and coming back. Well, uh -huh. and if they do, they don't get the uh, pages stuck together. Mm-hmm. All correct. I just got that. You can't see me, but I'm nodding. Okay, <laughs> good. Good. I'm glad. You know, the biggest part of my note-taking is not being able to connect one scene to another. But somehow they're out with friends, and they come across a smelly, burned-down boathouse. Yes, this is one of the arson Oh, spots, I just I, think. I just remembered there's more talk about uh, Conti being a god among them in that previous scene. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's definitely about all about he's a god. He and his friends see her in this scene, right? Yes. She's like skulking around um, with the cat. I could have swore the friends saw her and they were making fun of her. I don't think they made fun of her. I think they're talking about how she gets like made fun of. Yeah, that is that's while they're out and, and about. And Aerie says, there was probably some stressed out housewife who burned down this boathouse. Or it was a UFO. Or it was foreign agents. <laughs> Look, a floating shoe! <laughs> In a nutshell, that kind of gives you an idea of what this show is like, doesn't it? You know, you're not wrong. Smelly, burned-down boathouse. Stressed-out housewife. UFO. Foreign agents. Floating shoe. That that tracks. <laughs> a lot of dialogue that doesn't seem to really go a lot anywhere. Of, a lot of fast and, and loose imagery and dialogue just coming at your face. Pretty much. Well, here we see Mami standing in a river, wringing out her skirt. And then we get talk of her being bullied. Did she say Mommy? <laughs> he did Mom say Mommy. Mommy, <laughs> Mommy, me. Mommy. It's Mommy, me. Mommy, me. Mommy, me. It's the Mommy, me. Her eyes are uh, haunted, I guess. Yeah, she looks all fucking strung out. She looks awful. Yeah. Is she just not sleeping? Do it, heroin? I mean, I mean, we haven't really gotten there to it yet, but apparently she's out setting fires. Yeah, I mean, this is the middle of the night. The second time we've seen her in the middle of the night wandering around smoking. It's true. 
Yeah. I think she's on the drugs. You think those are weed cigarettes? <laughs> those are heroin cigarettes. <laughs> could be, could be, could be. Remind me to uh, stop using shorthand in, in my notes, because I've got M and N walking, M drops game, lights up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, they're, uh, she, they're walking together. She takes, she leaves uh, Naoto, and she leaves her game behind, and I think this might be the moment where he starts piecing things together. Well, that makes one of us. Yeah. I think this is where he where he's like, he looks at the game, and he's like, oh... It's about setting fires. Oh, she's been out this whole t- all these times at night. Oh, this thing about a god. Oh, and like, and then we get like a flashing screen, like another ep- epileptic seizure moment. A uh, flashing screen of like a bunch of different things, and trying to kind of like, he's like, oh shit, I think she's the one starting the fires. Back to my notes, though. I think uh, lights up is uh, the sec- she lit up the secret at that point you were talking about. Yeah, yes, that and that actually was very yeah, beautifully. For a cigarette burning, it was very beautifully animated. <laughs> okay, I think she, did she do that before before his mental journey or after it? Before it's right after she dropped the game. Okay, like okay, like she dropped the game, pulling her cigarette out or lighter out. All right, now this mental journey he goes on making these connections. I I was watching and I, the background dialogue, which I had to struggle to hear sometimes, but I think it was just repeated dialogue from yeah. earlier in the yes, episode. It yeah, it was. Uh, it was so just bits and pieces that he was using to try to make the fig- to figure things out. Okay, if he pieced it together, I couldn't follow along with what he was doing. It was, it was hard to follow. It was it was not well well executed. Screw that scene. Forget about it. It's not important now because we gotta check in on Haruko. I love a good shadow puppet show, don't you? Gotta have shadow puppets. <laughs> I think it's a cool I, art form. We see uh, a lighted window and silhouettes behind it, and she's talking to. Somebody talking about how she recruited an enemy robot. And that the robot was came from the medical machina building. Let me uh, go back to that for a second, because the way medical mechanica is spelled, the mecca is like mecca, like the pilgrim site. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Huh. And I wonder what that means. As usual, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> More BS to me, at least. Gynax religious symbolism, maybe. Not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that tracks. So apparently, Haruko's talking to the cat because it beats her up. Yeah, the last time she seemed like she was talking to the cat too. Yeah, maybe the cat has a psychic link to the space patrol or something. Or he just is space just patrol. The cat He's is space patrol. Captain Kitty Cat. <laughs> uh huh. You know. That reminds me of something. What does it remind you of? A show called The Enemy is the Pirates. Okay. It's an anime show. That tracks. About a black cat based on Eddie Murphy. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who teams up with this guy as Space Patroller, and they battle pirates, many of which are also cats. Ah. That sounds like an anime. It's... It's it's worth looking 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 up, preliminarily at least. <laughs> I say I say search for it, check it out. It's interesting. Is it as good as Robot Detective K? <gasps> Nothing that I have seen is probably as good as Robot Detective K. What about this? What about this Robot Detective K action figure on eBay? Oh no! 
My one weakness. You can't. You wouldn't buy it. eBay. Holy fuck. I know. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't buy it. Jesus fuck hell. Zoinks, Scoob. Fuck you, buddy. Holy. Yeah, but he's got like, he's got like Barbie and Ken type clothes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, he's got to rip him off. You can see his robo-penis. You can see his robo-penis. Oh. Was, was he the, was he the stunt robo-penis in Tetsuo the Iron Man? Very possible. Or in that one porn of Josh's that had the robo-penis. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm just going to throw this out there. There's some pretty cool Robot Detective K art on DeviantArt. Okay. Wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> but we were going to save the, ro- the Robot K show for later. That's right? fair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We I were, just... but then we watched it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I just really like... like... I can't help it. He's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll finish it up then and we can... And get back to that. We're almost <laughs> done with this episode. Almost. Almost. First, there's a big fire. <gasps> and a, a fire and a flashback. That's, That's what we brand. get now. Naoto remembers the fire six years ago when Mamimi met his brother. The school burned down. The school they were going to at the time, I suppose. Yeah, their school. The, the burned out wreckage we saw earlier, I think. Yes, I believe that's true. Yeah, I think that was the one that led to... Yeah, the one where, like, she met Naoto's brother for the yeah. first time. Yeah. He comes across her sitting in a, in a uh, inside of a uh, peace symbol with burnt cigarettes all around it. A protective circle made of lit cigarettes. That yeah. was my favorite part of the whole episode. With a couple that, of... That was uh, cool as shit. With a couple of fireplace lighters strapped to her head like candles, as they do in Japan. Yep. That would have been hard. I, I spent a yeah, lot of time right? thinking about that. I was like, you light it and then get the tape in there and the tape, it, you know, man. Take, take the tr- she has to take the triggers down tightly enough to keep them burning. Yep. It's weird. <laughs> uh, she, let, she lets us in on the fact that she was having trouble and she wished for it to go away. And then suddenly it was on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the clearest thing I've seen so far. To indicate that we're talking about her burning it down. She had a dissociative episode. An admission of guilt. Oh, I, said, I like I like the poetic imagery though of the wreckage and ash are still here. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good some good dialogue there. But we know what this show is really about, what people come for, and that's robots popping out of heads. After she kisses T V boy robot. Oh yeah, he he was hiding in the wreckage looking for something or something. And she's like, Come here, I must kiss you. And and the Takun cat is really taking a liking to him. Yep. And yes, kiss me, Conti, she wants a nice fat smooch. And instead he pops a nice fatty. The the hey. whole situation's a little weird. Pops a nice fatty. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I love how he He's stuck on the finger of the, the giant robot. There's some weird fat thing coming out of Takun. <laughs> I don't like her voice. <laughs> yeah, but yes, another weird fat robot is born from Naoto's headspace. Yeah, and like I said, the last thing to come out is the tip of his finger, so Naoto's like hanging there like a booger. He flicks <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. He flicks him straight towards Haruko and her Vespa. I think the Vespa eats him and then shits him out the other end. Yes. No, wait. That's I'm mixing up two things. Sort no, of. you're not. You're not entirely wrong. <laughs> you're like not she, enti- 
That's called foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she runs over him in a way that makes it look like that. Yeah, he gets pulled up into the wheels and spun around the wheels and then yeah. smothered out. So it's a good thing that Nauta is apparently a woo. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a woo. <laughs> a, a reference to 3 by 3 eyes where the woo are unkillable warriors. You can run them over, you can dismember their limbs, and they'll pop back together and be fine. Apparently, Ric Flair is also an unkillable warrior. <laughs> He's never going to retire, he says. Absolutely. Woo! How old is he, anyway? <laughs> Dirt. <Yeah>. Dirt. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> robot fight! Robot fight! Robot fight! Yes. At least we get robot fights in this anime. At least we get also, robot I'll give fights. give you that one. Haruko really lets them have it with that guitar. Oh, yeah. The guitar, which is... Clearly also unbreakable. Perhaps it's made of some super alien tech or something. I'm sure. Yeah. If there if there is anything to her space patrol claims earlier. There's definitely a chainsaw motor inside of it, so or a lawnmower motor inside of it. So mm, Yes, there is that. Does anybody else have a visual for what happened next? I know Nauta saves Mamimi, but I can't imagine from what. This okay, I remember what happened. So like TV robot goes to try to, like, fight off big new robot. TV robot gets flung. TV robot's going to crash into Mimimi. He runs up and he tackles Mimimi out of the way as TV robot falls. When TV robot falls, it opens up into, like, some giant mouth and, like, devours Naoto. Yes. He has a face on his tummy. Yes, you got one of them tummy faces. Kind of like a gunman. Yep. And I think somewhere in there we learned that we might have learned that Naoto's brother's name was Tasuku. Yeah, Tasuku. Tasuku. Yeah. And he eats Naoto, turns yeah. a different color. Yeah, turns and red. We we are yeah. to assume that now well, we see a scene where we get like a kind of like um spiral energy spiral energy we get like a drill <laughs> yeah. in the back of his head uh, we get a light a light bulb drills into the back of his head screws into the back of his head mind screw i guess yep and the lights up so he had an idea and that idea was to beat the fuck out of this robot that, that, um, that idea was to turn or, red that idea that idea was to transform into a cannon with square brains what the fuck what the <laughs> yeah. actual fuck you know it's a cannon with square brains yeah that's that's pretty much he it just, that, Straight up turned into um, Galvatron. Uh huh. Blast this thing. Galvatron with an upside down nutsack hanging out the back of it. Yes. Look, guys, robots just do this sort of thing, okay? I, no, I know. That's. Blast this thing and then. Yeah, and then the bullet comes back and he just like sucks it back in. Yeah. Yeah. And then Harko bashes the enemy robot and it explodes. Yes. yes. Kaboom. Was Deoda the bullet? Yeah, I'm beginning to think kind of because like it like I don't it was weird. And then (laughs) (laughs) I think it might kind of be like when you're you're ready to shoot, but you don't want to. So you try and pull it back inside. No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, prairie dogging. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love prairie dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know that was going either. So he shits out. Naoto. My yeah, favorite just... my favorite visual from the whole episode. Sticky, stinky, brown in a in a tightly coiled pile. 
Yes. As I wrote down here, Conti, which I think they're pretty much calling the robot Conti at this point. But yes. Conti literally poops out Nauta, making Nauta a little shit. Firmly log that, guys. <laughs> I don't think he was that firm. He was soft serve. Bill, do you remember Contig, the math game we used to play? No, I don't. It was it was like a like a like a big chart, and it had a bunch of numbers, and you rolled three dice, and you'd have to add, multiply, subtract, or divide to get one of the numbers, and you fill in the number. It was like a number game. We used to play it in math class. I saw that tracks. <laughs> it was really fun. Says you. <laughs> <laughs> Middle school me not. fucking loved it. <laughs> you bring it up, but uh, what I'm and I'm looking at it. I never did that. Did plenty of those uh, games. Uh, I'm remembering from like really early, like uh, Number Muncher, oh, things like that from like first it. second grade. <laughs> yes. Anywho. Anyway, I think the police are coming now, huh? Right? Yes, and I think they they're like, get on the bike, we got to go. Yeah. And the robot just, like, floats up in the air, like, I'm going to fly away. He's like, I'm going to yeah. be Jesus now. Yeah. <laughs> They're not too hell-bent on getting out of there, because they just stand around for a little while. Yes, and I think there's a narration. There, There is. At this point, I made a note saying that uh, I think the show might benefit from a Daniel Stern voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> Naoto is just kind of like, I realize in that moment... There's- yeah, it was like so Wonder Years, wasn't it? It really was. In that moment, I decided that I was a man now, and I needed to protect this woman because gender roles. <laughs> I would stay with her forever. Bart, stop doing that. <laughs> he didn't say it, and neither did I, but it, but my, my childhood had slipped away. Bart! <laughs> God, I need to watch that now. Well... We can do that, because I think that's about the whole episode we could wrap up, right? <laughs> I think yeah. so, yeah. All right. uh-huh. This is the part the of the show. The show where this we is talk the... about how we... What? Yes, that's... stop it. This is the part <laughs> where we give our final thoughts on the episode. Matt, it's your episode week. You go first. I think much like the previous series, I kind of like watching it. Talking about it is hard, though. I did watch this episode a lot. <laughs> Why? Because I like to... It totally failed this time around, I think, but I like to make sure that it's fresh in my mind and that I have good notes. And I like to compare and contrast the uh, different language versions. That's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah. He's a professional, damn it. I'm not trying to question his his, his techniques. Overall, I think the next episode looks like it's going to be better than this one was. One can only hope. Uh, I'd say... Worse than the first episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, and I was not thrilled with the first episode. This one had almost no humor. At least if it had humor, I didn't laugh. It had at least some narrative that was trying to thread through, but we never got a definite answer on any of it. Yeah. It, it, nah, it's, it's a no for me, dog. I'm hoping episode three is better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. All the problems of Evangelion but with a little bit of sense of humor. <laughs> and I think I can I think I can say it. I I do think I like the animation better. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an upgrade from last season. Not my strongest pick. Better than Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> um Troy Troy sent me a text the other day and was like, uh, great first episode. I'm really surprised Bill chose <laughs> Fully Cooley." <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right. Had, had any Bill too. What's, what's what's their history with it? Anything? He he watches a decent amount of anime. Um, okay. So he's I think he's watched and is familiar with Fully Cooly. Alrighty. He's he's been trying to get me to review uh, choose ghost stories. Ah. So Matt understands that reference. I also understand that reference. Yeah. Bill doesn't probably does probably either wants to or doesn't want to understand that reference. It's I mean it's October. Indeed, I gotta try and fit in my annual viewing of the Bloodstained Labyrinth episodes of Ghost Hunt. Okay. <laughs> I love Matt because he always has like the most obscure references <laughs> yeah. that like neither you nor I know, and we just kind of like stare at each other, going, "Yes, I, I'm I sure that's watch, fantastic." I may try to watch Over the Garden Wall. Oh, there you go. And my daughter thinks she might be tough enough to. Uh... Finally start watching some horror movies this October. Nice. Ah, nice. I think I'm going to rewatch Queen of the Damned for the 700th time. Fuck, of course you are. I haven't Ooh. seen it in a little while. I don't remember all the lines anymore. <laughs> the only part of that movie I remember is when she's like a statue and she's all like this and then that guy puts his junk in her hand. <laughs> Bill, thought, final thoughts on the episode? I think that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, all, all the pretension of problems of evangelion but at least we got a robot fight and uh <laughs> and and it's got a sense of humor yeah it does it does <laughs> i don't know how much how many legs it has for long term but i'm not hating it i'm confused well we only have four more episodes when you think about it the uh robot swallowing eating nauta uh it's pretty uh evangelion when you think about it yeah so the robot's his mom? Just a different kind of... Well, I don't know if it goes that far, but it's just a different version of being consumed by the robot. Yeah. Also, the robot's his penis metaphor, so he becomes an angry red monster. I, You know, with that, I think it's about time. The light bulb drilling into his head and then lighting up as an idea was not... It was a neat visual. Again, I don't know that uh, means anything. Cool visual, neat. yes. Yeah. Oh, at very least, I'm not. I'm. I'm happy. There's some cool visuals in the show. Yeah, yeah, but not enough has been revealed yet to really key in on what the function of that would be. Correct. I think it's about time we end this episode. <laughs> Bill. Yeah, we'll be back next time with an episode. What's the title of this? One? Uh, I don't. What's the episode three title? Marquis de Carabas. Oh, oh yeah, the okay. Marquis de Carabas. Yep. I read the preview text on Hulu for this one. And it just sounds like he becomes a furry. Cool. I mean, I guess that's some kids. Yeah. <laughs> something about something about yeah. he's in a play, and then all he's like, "Oh no, he has cat ears now." Yeah, he's playing a cat apparently. And the image the image they're showing on the dub is the robot holding a pair of Barumas, girls' gym shorts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what Barumas are. All right. Well, thank broom, you, broom. thank you guys for hanging out tonight. I really appreciate it. Me too. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Next time it's my week. I'm very excited to talk about this episode. Bill. <laughs> yes. Take us Hi. home. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. And uh, you came for me, right? I'm Bill. I'm still working on my thesis for my three book series on the deep secrets of Ava's trust me last season was so good I'm Andy 
Eva Gardner, Eva Longoria, Eva Braun. Eva Perez. <laughs> Not Eva Braun. No. <laughs> they tell me I'm better than CPR. I'm Matt. And we <laughs> will see you next time. Go listen to NPR. Kisses. I didn't have pants on the whole time. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash and Superfan Matt. Blown away. And something smells.